time for wine is great. Wine is great. Now it is time for wine is great. Wine is great. Now it is time for wine is great. Wine is great. Now it is time for wine is great. Wine is great. Yeah. And so we're finally back. Episode eleven. It's only been five years. What? <laughs> yeah, well, not that long. Five years. But Feels it, like it's been five years. It has been a really long time yeah. since our last episode, but we are back. We haven't gone anywhere. Nope, we're still here drinking a ton of wine. Drinking a ton of wine and doing a ton of things and being, in general, very busy and amazing people. So amazing. Ugh. So, but we do apologize that we have, it's been two weeks since our last episode. Yeah. It must be hard on, on everyone out there. They're going to be fine. Okay, okay. As long as they're going to be fine. Especially because we went all the way to Williamsburg for you people. Oh my god. On Halloween. Yep. We went to Williamsburg on Halloween in costume. Yep. To a wine bar for this episode. Mm -hmm. With friends who are also in costume. our good friends. Shout out to Tim and Christine. You guys are the shit, and we love you guys so much, and thank you for coming to this awesome wine bar with us. I'm really sorry that my computer has been, like, singing down in, in, yeah, in the corner. It's a happy little boy. It, it's, it's singing because I turned the volume all the way up on it so we could listen to Alex Krukus's great theme song for our show uh, in order to get ourselves in the spirit. Literally. So I can go ahead and thank him at the beginning of the episode this time. So Shout out to Alex Krukus. Shout out to Alex Krukus. For creating our awesome thing song, mm, theme song mm, that we listen to mm, to get pumped for mm, this episode. So good. To make it really, really great. Because mm. sometimes I'm tired. Yeah. We are, <laughs> we are some pretty tired kids right now. Um, Thursdays are easily our busiest days of the week, usually. Yep, yep. It depends. Sometimes an occasional Saturday from hell will rear its ugly head. But Tuesday, uh, Thursdays, oh yeah. my. It's because it involves oh teaching children. We both teach children separately on Thursdays, and it results in all of our brain power just being sucked from us. It's not that kids are bad. It's just that kids are a lot of work. You know, children are like like in Monsters, Inc., you know, where they, like, suck the scream out of the children's, mm-hmm. but it's like the children sucking our lives out of us. Mm-hmm. That's what teaching feels like sometimes. It's, re- it's really great. I mean, my teaching was fine today because was, it was the first class, but... It's hard. Mine was it's okay. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's so it, incredibly it's, hard. It's sexy, but it's hard. Sexy, but um, it's hard. <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, oh, so, boy. yeah. Happy not Halloween, you guys. It is It is now um, It is now November 1st. It's November! Yeah, we finally made it to November. Um, How did we make it this far? Which I'm totally okay with, because I still love fall. Fall is my favorite yeah. season. Even though um, it was like 70 degrees today. It was really in weird. New York City. It was weirdly warm today. Which um, I'm fine with. Which is beautiful. I mean, I was in Kew Gardens in Queens to teach, and mm-hmm. like it was like beautiful, um, yeah. like super duper beautiful, it was like nice. East, uh, you know, East Coast town um, with clear blue skies. Like, good stuff, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, Pinkerton. Shall we talk about Pinkerton? Well, first of all, tonight. We are drinking. We're actually drinking wine again. We are. Look at us. I, I just like feel like we have to mention well, it because sometimes we're like, we're having tea. We're having a gin and tonic. Okay. Uh, Caitlin, <laughs> when I got home, Caitlin was like, I'm going to make risotto. And I was like, wow, holy crap. 
that's a really bold thing to do and never you made it, it in my life and you did it and never. it was and it was really delicious but really the thing that draws me to risotto is that one of the cooking ingredients is white wine yep and i'm always i always love when wine is incorporated into cooking a dish right now for maybe the first time and maybe who knows when it'll happen again we have more white wine in our possession than red it's crazy yeah. but to make the risotto i didn't want to use any of our precious precious white wines so I went to the, uh, well, first of all, I had to Google, like, which white wine goes well with risotto. Because mm -hmm. I didn't know. I was like, should I use, like, a Chardonnay? Or I, I don't know. Um, but I actually said that you should either use um, Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon Blanc. So yeah. I was like, cool. I like Sauvignon Blanc. Let's do it. And I wanted to get a bottle that we could, like, also drink post risotto so, or with risotto. So that we could also drink for this podcast Yeah, as because well. risotto only calls for half a cup. And, like, why buy a whole bottle of shitty wine if you're only going to use half a cup? So I bought, like, a semi-decent Sauvignon Blanc so that mm. we could drink it. Um, and it's a prophecy. Sauvignon Blanc from Marlboro, New Zealand. Easily, like... This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound like a diss, but the coolest thing about this wine is the bottle. Yeah, and it's I've a actually, very pretty bottle. I've actually posted a photo of it like a couple months, weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, we had this wine up in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, yep. and we I posted a photo of it. So it's the same bottle. Very pretty, and it's very pretty. And, and it's you know actually the wine. Decent. The wine is pretty good too. <clears throat> yeah, um, and it was only ten bucks. It's a little sweet, a little syrupy for me, but I'm I'm into it. It went really well with the risotto. It did. It went really well with um, you know. We drank the whole bottle, so it couldn't have been so bad. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, we, we have the, we the are, last little bit are, of the bottle here. We are sporting here. just the tiniest so, amount. Salute yeah, to salute. episode 11. Well, episode here. 11. Ooh. Let's take a sip. Mmm. All right. Episode <laughs> 11. Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> I feel like our wine got a little warm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty toasty. We let it sit out it's for pretty, a minute. It's pretty toasty. It's better when it's really cold. So Williamsburg is a bitch to get to from where we live. Yeah, um, and yep. we, there especially are, on Halloween. And there are a ton of wonderful bars there that we want to go check out. But we've been avoiding. We've been avoiding it because it's a pain in the butt to yeah, get there. Yeah. So we took an Uber to get there. Yeah. And it was only five dollars. Yeah, so wasn't so bad. Why take the train? <laughs> I was I was really disappointed that nobody else in costume showed up. Yeah, we were so we went to Halloween. We went dressed as a monkey. I was a monkey. You were a monkey, and I was a bumblebee. It was great. The monkey costume was a onesie, um, with a little separate hood thing. Yeah, and a giant banana. And a giant inflatable banana that kept deflating, so I had to keep blowing it up. <laughs> yeah, my costume was basically just like a sack. <laughs> that it was yellow and black and then i had like a little bumblebee hat yeah and you had um you had wings and a stinger yeah the stinger was my favorite part both of our costumes were super warm and cozy yeah we were very comfortable but we were like on our way to the wine bar and we took an uber pool so we had to ride with other people and people just kept getting in the car and we were just like in these costumes yeah but luckily in New York, people don't really care. Like yeah. it could be like July, and you could be in a monkey costume, and someone would still like not really give a shit. Yeah, so. that and Halloween lasts like a week here. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, so, at least. Yeah, so it's. But yeah, so totally we, normal. So we got to Pinkerton, um, and it was on a tiny, not tiny. It's on a quiet. I would say it's on a quiet street. It Relatively was like, quiet. It was, yeah. it was like very pretty and like quiet and felt homey and safe, and it was like a corner store. Ish, <laughs> and yeah. Then like a corner store vibe. Or like a corner cafe. Corner cafe. Like people were sitting out front, even though it wasn't cold, but it like wasn't especially warm. But people were like sitting out front at the little tables, like having their wine. And 
I was cold because I'm always cold, so I thought we should sit inside. Yeah, um, and it was worth sitting inside because this place was funny. It had um, a little bit of like some. It had like a little bit of the whole Black Mountain vibe, just a little bit yeah, because it yeah. had like because it had like a pronghorn head, and like um, it had kind of an outdoorsy feel. But at the same time, yeah. it had it had these paintings um, of like uh, of like people, Super and I I really wish I had like looked into that a little bit more but like like the origin of the paintings or like why or like why they were there but like the artwork seemed to be like paintings like headshot paintings of this like family that looked a lot like my dad's family (laughs) it really kind of creeped me out a little which was perfect because the place was also decked out with halloween stuff like cobwebs and skulls and it was like super homey and eclectic and kind of weird but comfortable Super comfortable. I liked it. They had big squishy benches, mm-hmm. which was nice. And, and the bar seats looked really comfy, too. Yeah, the bar seats were those kind of curve around your butt. Yeah. So you get, like, you know, the full butt experience. Yeah. And I definitely feel like everyone that was there, like, they knew the people that were working there, and they knew the servers. And so, like, it's definitely, like, a local wine mm-hmm. hangout. Like, some girl came in, probably pretty drunk. She seemed drunk. Oh, dude. That one, like, was she... The one with the wind-up She was a wind-up doll, and her, like, little wind-up thing was actually twirling. Yeah, it had, like, a motor or something, because it was, like, like, constantly spinning. Came in, like, screaming, and everyone in the bar was like, yeah! I was like, okay, all right. Kind of a weird place. (laughs) That and Sonic the Hedgehog showed up to get candy. Do you remember that? That was weird. No, got it. Maybe it was in the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, maybe. Anyway, Uh, so Pinkerton, it was super cute and homey and cozy, and we sat in the back corner, so we kind of got to, like, watch everything, and there was one guy, I don't know if you noticed this, there was a guy there that was there before we got there, Yeah, and he was still there when we left, and we were there for... He rocked it all night long. We were there, what, at least three hours? Yeah. He was just sitting there with a glass of wine, just, like, chilling on his phone. He was was living his best life. All night, and I was like, yes. Um, just a couple of things about this bar before we get into like what we had and all of that. Um, it is a order at the bar bar. Yes. So even though you sit at tables, like if you want anything, you do go up to the bar, you open a tab the way you would at like a bar bar. Which I kind of like. Which was fun. I like that. It's a nice then... sort of thing to change things up. It means yeah. that you're committing to decisions because you actually have to walk up there and do it. It's not like yeah. the server comes over and is like, okay, you guys, anything how about else? I top you off there? Like none of that like, shit. No. It was like we all sat at the table and we like, you know, conspired together and yeah, decided yeah. what we were going to do. I really liked the order at the bar thing. It's yeah. kind of like Vanguard. I it's cool. That. It also means that, you know, you can have a bunch of people paying. Yeah. Too. So yeah. like you so could, like you could open a ton of tabs. It's not an issue. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah. Um, also, this place is, um, especially on a lot of the reviews that are online, this place is kind of known for its oysters and raw and like uh, seafood. Yeah. Um, the oysters here well, like are, oysters and clams. they're very cheap. Um, like some of the, like one of the big brags is that uh, oysters are, are a dollar each, um, which is a pretty sick deal. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of one of the cool big things about it. We um, had had seafood earlier that day, so mm-hmm. we ended up not doing that. I'm also so, not the biggest oyster fan. So if you're um, jumping on here thinking we're going to talk about oysters, uh, so, so sorry about that. Nope. Yeah, sorry. Um, we're going to talk about just about everything else. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the history of Pinkerton? I mean, I don't know a whole you... lot about it, but I did. we yeah. did do a little bit of research because Pinkerton was a name that seemed really familiar to us. And people who are listening pro- might know the history of like the name Pinkerton, and they're probably like, yeah, duh, guys. Um, but uh, Pinkerton is the name of like a super spy agency 
in this country. Like, um, like the first Pinkerton, um, I might be, uh, generalizing a little bit, but like the first Pinkerton, uh, example was like the guys who, um, tried to like solve Lincoln's assassination or like prevent Lincoln's assassination. Like all, like it, it started like the whole idea of this spy masters and, you know, secret service, like not, not presidential secret service, but like you know, American spy agency thing started up during Lincoln's presidency. Yeah. And also, what, like, we looked up Pinkerton online, and what were his, like, three job descriptions? He was, like... Um, he was a spy master, was one of the terms. Um, I know, abolitionist was the yeah, other abolitionist, one. because who wasn't? And um, then, I can't remember what the third one was. Um, oh, he was a detective. Detective. Yeah, and a cooper. A cooper, detective, yeah, I'm talking about spy master. Yeah, Alan, Alan Pinkerton, specifically. <laughs> Like yeah. what? Yeah. What a... known for creating the Pinkerton Detective Agency? So cool! Like, um, which started that. up during the Civil War. We're talking like Civil War spies here wow. who ended up turning into this fancy agency, and they have a really cool symbol, which looks like the CBS symbol, except there's like a white triangle that like sticks into it. It's really cool. Um, you should yeah. look it up. Look yeah. up the history Founded of Pinkerton. Founded in Chicago, Illinois, in 1850. So yeah, like what a cool name to name your wine bar after. Like I don't know why they decided that, and. Their website doesn't give too much information as to why, but I'm sure it's a really cool reason. It's maybe, a great Maybe name. one of the owners or founders is like A. Pinkerton. Oh, oh. And they're spy masters. Ah. Uh-huh. A spy master, wine master. That, and I, it was also <laughs> Halloween, but there was a skull that was very creatively placed yeah. in the name logo on the window. I and thought I was that like, was their logo. I, was I like, thought oh. that was their logo too, and I was like, okay. Because I don't know, I don't know bar. about, like, I don't know, but I love the aesthetics. Like, I'm not... I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a goth or anything, but I love the aesthetic of yeah. skulls. Like, I love seeing skulls in artworks and in logos and, like, anywhere there's a skull, I'm usually a happy person. Yeah. I, I like mean, the, the place was, like, pretty decked out for Halloween, which was awesome. Like, it was great. If we had to go to any wine bar, I'm glad we went to that one. Yep. Because they did it right. All right. So, we got there, mm-hmm. and our friends... Yep. Tim and Christine. Tim and Christine. <laughs> we're running the a little two, late. The two clowns. But they have a good reason because their maze, their their makeup was like on point Dude. and it probably took a long time. Like, so when like I, when we say you clowns, we're talking we're talking like some some classy ass. I did clowns. take photos of them at the wine bar, so yeah. I think I'll post them. They looked really really good on Instagram. Good. Yeah. yeah, They they were like one. Tim was a super sad clown. Yeah, Tim and, was like extraordinarily sad. And Christine, she told me the name of the clown and I forgot. Sorry, um, Christine. It's like a black and white clown. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I forget. Anyway, the makeup was amazing. I'll post a photo. It was great. So we got there before them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, need some wine and food now. So we decided to start off with our typical white wines. Yeah. Um, and it was nice. They they had a pretty limited selection. Going there, they don't have any inf- menu information on their website. Cause we're, so we were like... We went in with absolutely no idea what kind yeah. of selection we'd be looking and at. And I usually, like, scour the list, the wine list, and, like, the food list. Because it's not exact, usually, but, you yeah. know, usually, but you have an idea of what you're going to get and what kind of variety you're going to have. Yeah, but we had no idea no. what, except that they had oysters. That's all I knew. Well, on the menu, they had six whites and six reds. Yeah. Yep. They also advertise online. The one thing they do say is that they, they're affordable. So I'm like, yeah. okay. And they were. It's super affordable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had six whites, six reds, 
and they were they were really good like yeah, they good were really, selections yeah, like really cool super um, limited but really great enough like, variety for just about anybody like the thing i was most impressed about was that their house white was a torontes i which know is like our new so cool favorite because, argentinian and white. that's probably like it's such a silly thing because you look at the menu and it says house white and I don't know, but Usually like, you're like my Ugh. inner snob is immediately like, oh, hell no. Stay away from whatever's called a housewife. But yeah. then you look at it, it's like, oh, it's a Torontes? Like, yeah. I love Torontes. Torontes like, is like, fantastic. Like, let's do this. But they um, didn't have like normal, typical, like if it were a limited wine list, they don't have like Chardonnay, Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc. Like your typical white wines, they had like Torontes, a Sauvignon Blend, a Chardonnay, of course, because you have to, a dry Riesling. And I like that they specified that it was dry. Mm-hmm. Um, an Albarino and a Sauvignon Blanc, which is a solid selection and variety of whites yep. for such a small list. Like, I'm super impressed with this list. Um, so I ordered the Albarino. Yes. Even though Torontes is my new favorite, but I was just like, I know I love Albarino and I just needed something like... I would have ordered the Albarino, but I've done that like in two or three episodes <laughs> already. So I thought I'd, I'd avoid it. But your Albarino was really good. Yes. It was Spanish 2017. Uh, it was 12 bucks for the glass, which is good and i think the glasses started at nine dollars yeah the they glass i had was nine nine to thirteen yeah and then you um had the semi-on yeah i had right? a semi-on blend from australia yeah yeah from new south wales sweet yeah and sure. it yeah. was it was really it was really refreshing really tasty um it was a musky wine yeah. though it had a, it, it definitely had the cat pee was, going on for those of you who hate that um <laughs> but i loved it it was good probably blended with some Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, probably. It definitely had some it was New Sauvignon Zealand Blanc and, feel. Or no, it was Australian. That. Yeah, close. Um, close, though. Um, and typically in, like, Bordeaux, they do, like, Sauvignon Blanc, Sauvignon blends. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's probably, like, it's just interesting that it's called a Sauvignon blend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my Albarino was amazing and, like, full and fruity, a little acidic, but, like, very tasty and crisp and just what I needed. I liked it. I love Albarino. Yeah, me too. But if you've never had an Albarino, do yourself a favor just, and get just, an Albarino. Just do it. Um, cool. And then we ordered some food because we were still waiting. Yeah. And we needed a snack because yeah. hunger. Um, Are we going to talk about that food now? We're going to wait. Um, yeah. Maybe we should just talk about the evening in order. Okay. Of like the events. Yeah. No. The f- so we got some deviled eggs. Yes. Um. We are Caitlin suckers. is insane about deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. I still so haven't much. entirely figured out why. Like I, I just I'd love say them. deviled eggs on like a scale from one to ten for me are really around like the six to seven no, range. I freaking love them. So but you much. love them. They're like candy to you. They are. They're my favorite. I love them. So we got the deviled eggs. They mm-hmm. were nine bucks. Yep. And. We got three, and yeah. I was like, huh, okay, fine. But I will say that they were really big. Yep. They, they were huge they eggs. Were, they were stuffed And they the were gram. stuffed with yeah, the like really, filling. really, really stuffed. And I really liked them because they were like super pickly. Mm-hmm. Pickly, and I and liked how much pepper was in them. Super peppery. Yep. And they were just super unique. I need to stop saying super. My mom says I say it too much. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's her critique of super. me. Super. Uh, super. They were they were extremely pickly and um, peppery. There was like some pickled stuff on top of them. Yeah. It was red and it was mysterious very... and it was too dark to tell. Yeah. I couldn't tell what it was. Very unique. But I knew I it was pickled. It. Yep. They were they were really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so not Loved them. Loved yep, them. Not a bad price. 
Cool. So, finish these things. Our friends got there. Tim and Christine looking dope in their costumes. Mm -hmm. And we finally weren't the only people in costumes in this wine bar. It was great. Because we were just sitting in the corner, a bumblebee and a monkey. Somebody eventually showed up wearing one of those shirts with the, like, you know, rib cage on it. Yeah. But, like, I see people at school wearing those. Yeah. You know? We definitely stood out and we're kind of weird because we were just sitting in the corner drinking our wine, eating our deviled eggs in full costume. Yep. It was great. It was awesome. It would do it again. Cool. So, friends got there and I was like, shit, the bottles of wine are very cheap, especially for four of us. We're like, talking like $40, like the $40, 40, $40 to $50 yeah, range here. I, like, think, I think the most expensive one was, 50, was maybe 60 Yeah. It's really affordable. So insanely so, affordable, especially like, for four people. Let's like, just come get on. Like you, and you get like two glasses out of that bottle each. Like yeah, yeah let's yeah. do it. Two to one. Yeah, two yeah. to. So we decided to get a bottle of Cotarone because mm-hmm. we love Cotarone. Yes. Wait, let me talk about the reds for a hot second because I the wine list is so short and really interesting. I just want to share it. Yeah. So the red list they had one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, they had the house red, which was a Grenache. Yeah. But it was a Spanish Grenache. So I'm confused because like usually from Spain they're called Garnacha. So I'm like, did you make a mistake or am I just stupid? I don't know. Um, but that we'll was their look it up later. We'll look it up. They had a Tempranillo. Mm-hmm. They had a Mencia, yep. which we'll talk about later. Cotarone, a Cabernet from Washington. Yep. And a Chianti Classico. Yep. So again. And the Chianti Classico was the most expensive one. Yeah. Yep. And still only 15 bucks. Yeah. So, For like, a, a great red list, wide range, no, none of your, like, basic wines. I liked it. I, like, very impressed by their by their their wine list in general. I like them a lot. They're so limited, but clever. Yep. That's the word, clever. So, we got a coach around. Yep, we got this coach around. Uh, it was a 2015. Yep, 2015. Domaine de Montine, um, maybe? I don't know. There was... Currently, my French sucks. Uh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... For that feedback. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> this code of Peter's going to hate. Uh, did um, not... It wasn't as... It wasn't that jammy. And that's no. like a good thing. So yeah, a Cotarone yeah. is normally a blend. It's like, come on and this? slam. We yeah. talked about it in the last episode. Grenache, Syrah, yep. Mavedre. But it's mostly Grenache, which is a super, super jammy wine. Remember I said it makes me... Reminds me of... Come on and slam. Of Grenache. Uh, of like a ganache ganache yeah but like in wine jammy like in a jammy sort of way um but this was a very mild one it was it was very earthy but still fruity and satisfying to drink yep i enjoyed it yeah no it was was like it was one of the tamer yeah and it was good because tim and christine really really liked it too yep it was great and sometimes cotron can be like i don't know french wines in general sometimes it can be kind of inaccessible yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah. And French wines in, in general can be, so I'm glad it was so good. Um, so then we had, after we finished that bottle. Yeah, we moved on. We had another that was bottle. A $44 bottle, by yeah, the way. Yeah, only $44. We moved Great on team. to, um, we were thinking about doing uh, either the Tempranillo or the Mencia. Um, and we went with the Mencia. Yeah, because we Because had, we've never had a Mencia. I've never even heard of Mencia. Yeah, like I had read about it. Um, and I knew that it was, uh, like Spanish and I knew that it was like, kind of had like a light fruitiness to it. Yeah. But then I was surprised that, you know, it ended up being as, I don't know. What? It was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was good. I, 
I mean, I think as a table, we agreed that we enjoyed the Cotron more. Uh, just because it know had. About that. I, I, okay, personally, I did, and I think Tim and Christine felt the same way. Ugh, fine. I don't know. I, that's how I felt. At least Christine and I agreed on that. Mm. Um, yeah, so I never heard of Mencia, but I wanted to get something that we had never had before. It's a Spanish wine. It was a 2016 from Bierzo. Mm-hmm. Maybe? Yes. Yeah, I think it's Bierzo. Yeah, Bierzo. Um, I had to look up the wine folly description of it. But it, it talked about, it had like sour cherry and what else? Pomegranate. <laughs> Pom- pomegranate. Yep. Yeah. And like dried fruit. So it was definitely lighter than the Coterone. Um, but very, still enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I, we skipped over the food that we had. <laughs> oh, I mean, Oops. yeah, but that's, yeah, we, yeah, we'll get there. We'll yeah, get we there. will get there. Cool. So yeah, those are the two, we had two bottles of red with our, with our amigos. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, along with the red wine, mm-hmm. what did we have? Cheese. Cheese. Lots, a surprise. Lots and lots of cheese. Um, so cheese is a little bit, um, weird on the menu. Um, it's $8 for one thing. Um, and when I say thing, I mean cheese, charcuterie, olives, all that stuff. Um, 16 for two, uh, 21 for three. Um, but like there are four cheeses on the menu and there wasn't an option for pricing for four. And we wanted to try all four. And we them. wanted to try all four. So um, we did get all four. So we did get all four. But Tim, who's a carnivore. Yeah, got some meats. Sopresata. Yeah, some cured meats. Some cured meats. Yeah. Um, but the cheeses were, it was a wide, again, like whoever's picking these lists are doing a really good job. Yeah. The, um, the cheese was insane. It was so good. It was really, really good. I will say it was like a little bit more expensive than the average place that we've been to. Yeah. Like eight bucks for yeah. one item is yeah. a little bit expensive. Like, it, it felt, I did, yeah, that that was a little bit weird, especially comparing it to other places we've yeah. gone and for cheese prices. And how cheap the wine prices. was here. Yeah. But um, it was a very high quality cheese. Yeah. Like, um, uh, oh man, uh, the, um, which one was my favorite? I mean, we could just go through the list. Yeah, just go through but, the but list. But the uh, but the but the raw cow cheese from New Hampshire, the Landoff, Landoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Ooh. that was like, yeah, so creamy and rich. Um, but it also had kind of like a grassy, earthy element to mm-hmm. it too. That was so good. Yep. Um, the other stuff. Uh, we had one of the best goudas I think I've ever had in it was my a whole very life. Mild gouda. It wasn't pungent. No, it wasn't and as. It was a goat gouda. That's probably why it was like a little yeah, creamy. It was and not super so creamy, and it was a paler color too. It wasn't that like typical gouda color. My goodness, yeah, like it came, and I didn't even recognize it as a gouda. But yeah, that just goes to show how little cheese knowledge I actually have. But and then we had an Italian goat cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, an Italian cow, cow cheese, cheese called Taleggio. Yeah, Taleggio, and it was a blooming rind cheese. Yeah. Um, very creamy, and the weirdest part was, you. I mean, you could, like, smear it on your bread, um, but it was, it reminded me of when you eat oysters, and you get, like, all the excess salt. Yeah. From, the, like, the, the rind, ocean. the rind was weird. It, it like, was, like, crunchy. It, it kind of had exploded into the cheese. Yeah. And it had this kind of crunchy, flaky. Grindy. Grindy sort of effect but on it. 
I mean, it was super tasty. Oh, it, it was, was so easily flavorful. it was easily the most pungent and mm-hmm. smelly. I feel like of... it definitely had an like you may have had to have an acquired taste. I like wouldn't that have cheese. I wouldn't have given it to a kid. No, it <laughs> they probably was, would have been like. Ugh. It was a very feedy cheese. Unlike every other cheese on there, which I'm sure you Anyone could would, easily yeah. sell to a small child, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay, like yeah, no, totally." Uh, and then a manchego. Yeah, of yeah. course, and it was very crumbly and but creamy and yeah, they were all good. Yeah. Really, I remember really it being good. particularly salty. Too. And they did, they gave us a shit ton of bread. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they knew that it was four of us, yeah. I think. So. I feel like that's always, we always get like, we never get enough bread. And we got so, we much, got so bread. much bread. You'll we got so much bread. We had extra bread by the end. Yeah. And then and there was the sopressata, the meat that yeah. you made. Yeah. And, and, and the copa. Well, that was later on. Yeah. But the copa, but the, I remember they talked about the copa a lot. Yeah. Because it was bloody. Well, the sopressata <laughs> was like, um salami type yeah it's like very typical yeah so yeah after having the cheese we were still hungry (laughs) yeah so we ordered more food so we got um the copa yeah because tim wanted some more meat yep and which and it was like the neck muscle it was made from the neck muscle of the cow or of the pig yeah Ugh. Yeah, and so it was extraordinarily red. Yeah. Like, Ew. it was great Halloween meat. Yep. Yeah. No, they said it was great. I believe them. I don't eat meat. Yeah. So. And then a giant and bowl a giant of, of olives. olives. And they were tiny, tiny little yeah, baby little. olives. They, yeah, there were a ton of them. They were so small. They were very and cute. And I got to share them with people. Yep. And I didn't have to eat all of them on my own. Hey. <laughs> Oscar doesn't like olives. I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> It's this it's, it's, it's over. I'm leaving okay. the podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the final piece of food, the food item that we got, we got grilled cheese. Yeah, we did get grilled cheese. Because we're basic. Yeah. Well, it's because it was on there, and I was expecting some bougie and ass grilled hungry. cheese, and it wasn't bougie ass. It was the most basic that <laughs> grilled cheese could possibly. Not saying that it was bad. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying, for. I mean, I guess this place was very down to earth. So it was like literally white, like fancy white bread. Maybe like sourdough, maybe? I don't think it was sourdough. Not sourdough, but. I would have been able to tell. It was a fancier white bread. It was like a French bread. It was like a French white bread. But with like American cheese. Yeah. But maybe it was like better American. I don't know. I don't know what kind of cheese it was because it looked and tasted to me like American cheese, but maybe I'm just an idiot. It reminded me of those like grilled cheese or those like Kraft Single commercials where they like pull the bread apart and you see the cheese like oozing between it. Yeah. But I was still really, at first I was like, this is okay. Interesting. It was all right. I still really like it. It came with little roughly potato chips. And we had been drinking so much that it just tasted great. Yeah, it did taste good. Grilled cheese is my comfort food. Grilled cheese and mac and cheese. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird because I feel like most places in New York when they like, especially wine bars, when they list something like grilled cheese, it's usually like something with crazy, crazy weird cheese with crazy, crazy weird bread. And I love that stuff. Like I could eat every yeah, no, weird every weird grilled cheese under We've the had sun. All the weird grilled um, cheeses. And this one was just kind of like something that your mom would make for you. Yep. Like yep. when you were a kid and you got yeah. home from school and you had a little grilled cheese sandwich, you but know. it was like definitely made in a panini press because it had yep. the panini press yep. lines on it. But I mean, it was it hit the spot. I was like, yes, yeah, more carbs, so I don't I'm not hungover tomorrow. Did the trick. No hangover. Also, lots of water. <laughs> yeah, lots of water. Yeah, bumblebee. And lots of good conversation. Cool. So much good conversation. So finally, we you know how we are. We always like to get a dessert wine mm-hmm. um, or a sparkling wine. 
So they're just where, where, oh, where, yeah, where are you yeah, sorry. going? I scrolled too much. Be on this um, document. <laughs> scrolled on our notes. So they did have a couple of dessert wines. They had a port. Yeah. They had a muscat, which yep. I've actually never had, and a cider yeah. as the dessert options, right? Um, a cider. Like, the cider was no, listed under um beers and ciders. Oh, they had no, quite. Sorry, 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 they had sorry. quite a big beer okay. and cider list here. So on the list, they had the whites, the reds, and then yeah. dessert, port, rosé, and sparkling were all one. Yeah, category. we're all one giant category. So they had a port. They had a muscat. They had yeah. a still rosé, Languedoc, yeah. Languedoc, uh, from France, and then they had a sparkling cava, sparkling rosé cava from Valencia, Spain, and then they had a prosecco from Veneto, Italy. Um, we decided to buy a bottle of the sparkling rosé cava. Yeah. Because I like Prosecco, but I think I like cava more. That's funny, because in the past, you've said the opposite. I know, and I, last night, when and, it came down to it... And you were wrong. I changed my mind. Yep. So, and this was a, a rather dark rosé. I feel like in color, it was rather dark. But it didn't taste dark. Mm-hmm. It wasn't particularly bubbly. Either. No, it was. It was kind of fizzy. Yeah, fizzy. It was like foamy, almost. Yep. It was like champagne. Yep. Um. It was. It was an excellent bottle, and it was only forty eight dollars. We we destroyed it. We did destroy it. It, it was, was gone very and fast. And even like Christine was like, I don't want any more. And then she had it, and she's like, This is good. <laughs> <laughs> and like Tim's like, I don't want any more. And I was like, Yeah, keep refilling your glass. And we destroyed that bottle, and it was. It was very good. I took a photo of it and I went to buy it because mm-hmm. I loved it. It was yep. it was fantastic. Sparkling rosé is just... rosé all day. Rosé all day. Rosé all year. Yeah, rosé like, all year. Like who says we can only drink rosé in the summer? That's stupid. It is dumb. Because rosé is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And anyone that says they don't like rosé has not had good rosé. It's oh. not a basic thing. No, it's not. I have been converted. I used to think that rosé was the most basic, and only basic white girls drink rosé. And now my eyes have been opened. Your eyes? My eyes? My eyes have been opened to how awesome rosé is. And like fucking... Sorry, language. Like... Lock up your daughters and sons, ladies and gentlemen. The champagne... The fucks are coming out. The the champagne region of France, they make sparkling rosé. So like how basic can it be? Champagne is making rosé. Sparkling rosé from Pinot Noir. Mm. So... Everyone stop bashing rosé. I'm over it. It's great wine. Shut up. We're over it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Rant over. Um, okay, so that's the last wine we had. Um <laughs> What else is there to talk about? I don't I did notice. I forgot to tell you. When I was up at the bar oh. ordering at one point, they did have a specials board. Uh, yes, and there was a barata. And there on was there. a barata on the specials board. Mm, I noticed. I'm so sad we didn't get that. Yep. And it was like ten bucks or something. I thought about saying something, but uh, then I didn't. I didn't see it until it was too late. Yeah, it was way too late I'm in the meal sad. by the time I saw it too. Oh well, we'll have to go back because guess what? We really liked this place. Yeah, we did. Um, it was definitely different from it was. everywhere we've been. It was definitely it way was. more casual. I liked. Way that. more accessible. Um, and I mean but that in the most... everything was still at a very yeah, high quality. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean that in the most respectful way ever. Yes. Um, it's, you know, not a terrifying, huge wine list. No. It's... But it gets you a little out of your comfort zone. It gets you a little out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You have to walk up to a bar and talk to a person. Yeah. And, um, and the prices were great. Like a grown-up. I mean, what, we spent 200 bucks between four of us, and we got three full bottles. And a bunch of food for 200 bucks. I yeah. think that's pretty good. That is pretty good. 
And so, considering how expensive the cheese was, yeah. It was really good. So, yep. I mean, on a budget, going on a date, nope, don't know much about wine, don't want to be overwhelmed by a super massive wine list, yep. go to Pinkerton. You probably also won't get three bottles like we did. Nope. Because you you're, you're normal. Yeah, and it's very close to the L train. I forget which stop. It's like yep. two stops into Brooklyn, I think. L train sucks for us because we have to go to Broadway yeah. Junction we just and a, we hate that. We just that. took an Uber. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Ugh, great guys go to pinkerton i yep. liked it, it grape of worth... approval grapes, grapes everywhere grape spoopy spoopy grapes spoopy grapes spoopy grapes with spoopy grapes with skeletons and, and yeah. jackal jackal lanterns oh and yeah. yeah candy candy way. corn grapes mm, okay uh, of approval i don't have any candy corn this year i know me I either candy corn. <sighs> anyway um yes go to pinkerton we loved it tim and christine loved it um, shout out again to them for hanging out with us and joining us so for episode good. 11. I wish we could have them here recording with us. Yeah. Um, maybe in the future, guys. You're invited officially. You're the shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's, that's about it for Pinkerton. Yeah. Right? Pretty much. Um, uh, again, I, I'm, we're sorry. We, I think we're, we are going to be doing like every two weeks, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we're happens. We're not going to make any promises. Yeah. We apologize. We Life gets a, busy. We have officially, now that the summer is over. Yeah. Um, you know, work is bigger and yeah. more in our face I mean, now. We're, we're building a business right now that is not this. Oh my God! Spoilers. Well, I'm not telling you what it is. Uh, okay. It's a business outside of this business. Like, it's a big deal. I'll yeah. tell you all about it. Anyway, check us out on Instagram at Wine Is Grape. Send us an email wine uh, Wine Is Grape at gmail com. If you have anything sassy to say about my French skills, keep it to yourself. Oh my god. You ask them <laughs> for feedback, you know. I you know what? You don't need to be rude. You don't need to be mean to me. I know I don't speak French. I don't claim to be an expert. I don't claim to be a Somal yay. I don't claim to speak French. I don't I'm just a girl who really likes wine and reads about it sometimes and likes to go to wine bars and talk about it, okay? You don't need to be a jerk. Oh my god. <laughs> what is even happening right now? It hurt my feelings, okay? Oh my god. Um, I don't appreciate it. And I'm in a weird mood already. Um, anyway, we like to hear feedback. <laughs> See? There it is. There's the kicker. So, I'd like to specifically ask that all feedback be directed home. directly at me, Oscar, <laughs> the not Caitlin host. <laughs> Um, just so that she can take a, a week off or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Anyway. Oh, for uh, Pete's Whatever. Sake. If you want to come and go to a wine bar with us, talk to Tim and Christine because it's really fun. We like having company. It, it creates a new experience. And we get to more, order more. Yes, we and do. And talk about more stuff. Yeah. And experience more wines and more to talk about on the podcast. Okay. I think we should go back to watching Gilmore Girls now. Bill Moore girls? Gil, I said Gilmore. Bill Moore girls? I'm gonna punch you. I love Lori Billmore. I punch you in the face. And Rory Billmore. Punch you. Any Emily Billmore. Thank you again for listening to episode 11 of Wine is Grape. It's been a blast. It's great. Um, and grape. It's grape. Once again, shout out to Alex Karukas for the great theme song. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Tim. I know you get you get two shout outs this for week for joining us. They've gotten like fifteen shout outs, but for joining us at Pinkerton, we can't wait to hang out with you guys again. Uh, keep an eye out for photos. I promise to post photos this time. I I got good ones. Um, yeah. Anything else, Oscar? Stop singing Gilmore Girls. Okay, we'll see you all next week or the week after. Who knows? Okay, bye. Hi, Mom.